Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Good Guy Show. I'm Tony, he's Jeremy, and we're here for another half hour of mild entertainment. And on this season's adventure, as we go to Tony's kitchen for another wild time of The Good Guys, we dare us to be a little bit gooder and not the best. And we <laughs> we will we will not be talking about Game of Thrones. I just wanted to hear a heavy metal version of so that's uh, the re- that's the real of intro. that theme song. Yeah, is it like does it does it like I want to have like I miss you know the the eighties intro where it was like the music would play and then all of a sudden it'd be like uh, starring uh, Tony Mello and it'd be like you like just like on the grill and then like you like, turning turn around and smiling smile. at the camera yeah i could just that'd be cool for like is that what they do in game of thrones we should do we should see if we could do an intro like that for the tv show that'd be, that would be cool just us starring t- jeremy hansen not the astronaut and like <laughs> i'm getting ready to go to space <laughs> <coughs> um yeah so everybody that that was hard my throat I, I had a f- old friend who came on uh, came by the uh, during art fair and uh uh He's done. He's done a little bit of jail time. Um, okay. And uh, but I haven't seen him forever. And uh, he, he came, just got out. He, no, no, he, oh. he's been out for a minute. But he's a, a bit of a tough guy. And uh, but he brought his two gay uncles, lovely, lovely, lovely guys. He brought what? His two gay uncles. Okay. I said, I said too fast. Two gay, two homosexual uncles. Okay. Not that there's anything. You know, lovely guys. They've bought, bought, bought framing for me and art. They're all the really, you know, everyone's really cool. But he, when he grabbed me, he did like um. A sort of a uh, like um, didn't kill me, but could have. <laughs> Where he like he choked me, and then he like got like the right bone in my neck, and like probably could have maybe almost broke it. Um, it was. I'm still like feeling. Did he? The, did he? He come up on you like you weren't expecting it, and he grabbed you? Yeah, no, I was like busy. Like I'm like you know dazed out, and I'm you know like yeah, I, I, he could have murdered me. I probably would be, you know. None the wiser, <laughs> but uh, you know, if you listen last episode, I don't have my insurance policy yet. So anybody that have upset or um, let's let me know what insurance, like health insurance or life insurance. Life insurance. I have. You have to have health insurance. You don't have to. If you pay taxes but in you, America, you have to. You should have health insurance. Well, why? Why not just like because we don't have universal health care, <coughs> so you need health insurance. Yeah, or you just have friends that are doctors and dentists, and you just save your money and work hard. Well, and... If, you, if you if you have that, you're blessed. But I don't have that. I need health insurance. It's because you don't leave your house. Because you're too busy trying to find nickels and work with morons. <laughs> you need to start working with non-morons. That's impossible. Doctors and dentists, you know, for the whole family. Oh, well, as Tony did say, you know, <sighs> yes, you are listening to the game of Gooder. Um, the Gooder Thrones. Gooder Thrones. <laughs> Um, and, um, yeah, man, it's, it's been, it's been wild. The, the art stuff's been happening, uh, locally, you know, Tony's been, uh, working on painting. No, so, I haven't been working on a painting. I've been thinking of working Can we on just, a can we just say that you've been working? Because no, it, it's I don't want to li- mislead people. Well, it's, it's still, dude, it's, it's, I, I am drawing again, which is a giant step in the right direction. Yeah, you're drawing. Uh, I have not started painting again yet. That's okay. But I want to. You're thinking I've about been thinking it. about it. You're almost. I just want you to the know. Passion that, is returning. Well, listen, passion. So, so I had a, as I'm clean, I'm doing stuff at the gallery, and I had these two really nice guys come into the gallery, 
talk about, you know, all this. And, you know, they say, oh, is this all yours? Or, you know, and then I had to explain to them. These tell me about his friend who's a photographer and, you know, asking about framing stuff. I'm yeah, you know. And then, uh, you know, I happen to hook a photographer for deals and, you know, does weddings and all that stuff and gives out packages for photos. But, you know, talking about art and stuff like that. And I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, the, the, the separation between every, you know, everyone has got a friend and the, the, the separation between understanding what an artist does versus what someone who's being technical or doing art commissions. Like when you're at a comic con, you know, you're not, maybe you're enjoying what you're doing, but you're not like, you know, like, man, Superman's really making me. Yeah, just, no, at a Comic-Con, when you when I get a commission at a Comic-Con, right. it's just about churning it out and getting it done. Right. It's not about being inspired right. or being uh, motivated. Or it's, you're this literally, is, you're, the only motivation is to get it done quickly. Right. That's your motivation. Well, get it done quickly and so we, you can move on to the next job. And, and good enough so that maybe next year they get another so one. Yeah, or, next year or, they come back and get another one. Or, yep. You ever had anyone bring their shoes or a T-shirt for you to do? There was a guy who used to come around to a, a convention in Ohio with a T-shirt and have everybody draw mm. on the T-shirt. Okay. And then he'd like auction it off or what, whatever he did with it. Right. But it turned out the guy turned out to be a registered sex offender. Oh. And he got banned from the show. Okay. I hated drawing on that T-shirt. Yeah. I hated it. So you drew- If somebody came to me and said, hey, would you draw- something on these sneakers or but i'd say no okay because i just i don't want to do it right huh i've i've gotten to the point where i just i don't care about making the money from the commission right if i don't want to do it i'm just not gonna do it right so you're just is it because that you were basically sketching on a cum rag for all those many years (laughs) and a dirty sex offenders cum rag and you know you're like i can't you know. no it had it, it i just the the experience of drawing on that t-shirt was so miserable that i won't draw on anything other than see, just I paper see, i could see that i could see that from you yeah i could see i see you can see <laughs> and everyone would know that this this sucks um so you, you don't have one another comic con plan do you no i think i'm done for the year uh i only booked uh, three this year because we I really had nothing going on and I wasn't San, feeling motivated. San Diego just happened, right? San Diego just happened this past weekend, and uh, because of the the actor strike and the writer strike, there was no uh, Hollywood presence. Oh, okay. So the artists made a killing. Oh, good. Yeah, it was great for the artists this good. year. Yeah. Um, friend Vincent Vince, Vincent Tong, uh, voice actor and actor, uh, went as spider-man i saw some images of him as spider-man oh he dressed up and he cosplayed as spider-man I, well, I at guess, san diego yeah, yeah so you know he lives in california no he lives in vancouver oh okay cool yeah, so but, he, he went down to san diego for the comic-con but uh that's kind of cool so you know know if you know this but doing voice uh work uh, not too it's not shabby it's a, yeah not too shabby it's a it's a pretty good gig i think works two out you know good work if you can get it yeah you know but i i remember i remember when he put out his first demo on a cd and he's like can you guys listen to this and just but it was like you know he, kid's brilliant he's multi-talented um and uh you know yeah so yeah, shout, i mean shout out to i've been i watch uh 
old um, Warner Brothers cartoons, yeah. you know, Bugs Bunny and yeah, and all the voices for those cartoons were done by Mel Blanc. All of them. One guy did all those voices. He did Bugs Bunny. He did Porky Pig. He did Foghorn Leghorn. He did Sylvester and Tweety. He did Daffy Duck. He did all of them. And it's just it. I, every time I watch those cartoons, I'm amazed right. at the versatility of this man's talent. What? And you know, you look now, like you watch Family Guy, right? And Seth MacFarlane, he does like ten voices uh-huh. on that show. It's incredible. He looked like a, he looks like a normal guy. He is just a normal guy. He's not. He's not like a mutant or something. Well, you know, but the thing is, man, it's like the man of a thousand voices. But uh, you know, like, were you, uh, you know, like that's got to be shitty going to barbecues and shit all the time. Be like, come on, do the bugs. They, you know what? Who knows? Maybe he didn't. I'd love to see a documentary on his life. Maybe he, people didn't know that he did all these voices. Well, Maybe they. You uh, know what I love too about back then, like illustrators and voice actors and things like that. The, everybody wore a suit right? all the time. Yeah. You wore a suit to work. Sure. You know, Barney Rubble, Yosemite Sam, Tweety, Daffy Duck. Mel Blanc and how he created that kind of voices. There's yeah, there's obviously there's a lot of stuff. I mean, on. I've a dream of mine had always been to do voices for animation. I can do a few voices, but I can't do, you know, a ridiculous amount like like him. Well, Tony, the night, you know? the night is young. Yeah, <laughs> the night is young. I remember taking a class, a voiceover. Where'd you do that? I at? went. I went to. Uh, a continuing education class at a community college. Okay. Uh, it was like a Saturday class or whatever it was yeah. for voiceover stuff. And I went uh, because I wanted to do, I wanted to get into cartoon voices. And the teacher, the instructor told me I would never work as a voiceover talent because of my Brooklyn accent. And I said, well, I don't want to use my voice as the voice i want to do voices right. for animation or video games or things yeah. like that and she she couldn't get past my accent well she did once uh play she had a speaking line in a star trek voyager episode so yeah I think, probably i yeah. think she knows what she's <laughs> talking about dude. now when my movie comes out Ah, not well. Not my movie. The movie that I'm in. Right. When that comes out, uh-huh. I don't use my normal voice. Okay. Because of my Brooklyn accent, right. I use a voice because I'm playing a character, right. and I didn't want to sound like I came from New York. I wanted to sound like you know. Maybe you should do. I'm supposed to be this guy, and voice, you know, you should do a voiceover uh, class. Yeah. No. <laughs> and you could just tell everyone they suck. Yeah. You'll never do it. You sound too much like you're from uh Yeah, you sound too much like too middle America. You can't you can't work. Well, Tony, um should we talk about a little bit of art stuff? We uh, should. I you know, we went the whole last episode just well, <laughs> talking I, yeah, about I, our bullshit. So I did I did tell people how to paint. I that's that bit, right. You that, did that tell did, people that how. Bit did. I think there's something there, maybe like explaining people, like explaining about, people how to do basic, you know, basic tasks. Yeah, you know. I just realized I'm gonna have to buy like all new paint. Why? Because my paint is so old; it's got to be dried out. No. Yeah. I'll trade you. You'll trade me. Yeah, I'll take all your old paint. You want crappy, hard acrylic paint that can't be used for anything? Okay. Off record, have you not seen my work? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, there's something beautiful about about old paint. There's some there's some beautiful about it. It can't be used. Well, yeah, sure it can. You can use it as a oil, oil dude. I listen. Trust me. You know what? I, I'm I I really want to try oil paints. But you, I, you haven't tried it yet. I've never worked in oil at all. Ever. I'm very intimidated by it. I don't know why you're so intimidated about working with paint and oil. I, it's it's. You, you know what your you know what your you, you, you know what your problem is, I, which is a thing I hate to say, but I'm sorry I said I'm sorry I said you can punch me in the face later <laughs> or in the butthole. Um, the you you try and sell all you try and make all your work sellable or all I want to say because I come from I'm, you know my background is commercial art. Got it. So every you when know, I'm when I'm producing something, right. I'm. I'm looking at the sale. Done. You can't even. I know I shouldn't. That you can't now. And I'm going to try not to on this next series of paintings. You, have you you've never painted over a canvas, right? You've you've tried to sell them. Um, on? you did one, I think, one time. I, I don't think I've ever painted over, but I, I, I think I have painted over one canvas, but I haven't used it since I painted over. It. So that's a, that, that's the deal is you just paint, you know, whatever, or, or use a canvas as, um, uh, as like cleaning your brushes and stuff. Yeah. That's and then, and then sell that as, as, uh, no, or just, abstract you art. just add like whatever you can <laughs> add, like you can make it fun, like add, put on characters, like use it as like, if you're, if you're trying to like work on a foot or, or you're trying to like understand how to get the eye instead of working on the canvas, like work on the eye. Right. So it's having these, this problem with, with, with Gib Rose's mouth. Gib Rose was an older guy. And uh, pretty good receding hairline, bald, and um, <laughs> but beautiful comb over. This oh yeah, wispiest you've ever seen. I love a good comb over. Um, and but he had he like was a tough guy. He didn't really smile. It was really rare for him to smile. So was, he did smile and he was very kind and sweet, but it wasn't like a grinning teeth was see like i wish crooked i wish i didn't smile as much so that this way when i did nice things right. people wouldn't recognize it as being nice uh, they would just ignore me and right. and let me go about my business i'm the i'm the guy i wanted like I, i'll do nice things for you but i don't want that nice deed acknowledged i just want to do it right anonymously right really and i want to be left alone about Maybe it you should thicken up your accent for that Maybe I should, yeah. Like one of my, like I used to, there was an elderly couple that used to live next door. And every winter, whenever it snowed. You'd fuck his wife. Yeah, I would fuck his wife. No, uh, every winter, whenever it snowed, I would shovel their their walk and their their path and their steps and all that stuff. Say Tony over here. And I would do it. Like I'd go out there early in the morning whenever, you know, whenever I I shoveled, I, I would do it and I would. I'd go back in the house. Okay. And they never knew it was me. Right. They assumed it was me. Okay. But they never knew it was me. Right. Until one day, I did it in the afternoon. Right. And the woman came home and caught me. Right. And after that, it was she constantly thanked me. She would bring me cookies. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me. You should have peed your name. I the- liked it better when I was doing it anonymously, sure. and I wasn't getting the gratitude. 
I would rather do good deeds I understand. and not have them acknowledged than than have people thank me. I am on I am on that I and I am on that uh, that ship with you that that warrior boat with you. I be, I also believe in that. Like I want like I don't care about people knowing uh, Jeremy's art or the gallery or whatever. I just want it to be known as art gallery because sometimes you know a connection to the name also is not great either right oh that guy you know that guy you know tried to... it's like if i'm if you're gonna know me for something know me for shit i created right i don't want to be known as the guy that does good deeds right or the guy that does the guy you know it's just if i do them let me do them and leave me alone but I, but, I, but really you're just you're just being like a human i'm trying to be a, a nice neighbor yeah, they were yeah, elderly nice and you know i know they couldn't do it themselves so i was trying to be I was trying to be nice. But also, can you just think about, so I guess what I was trying, I was trying to get at too before I went in my long-winded whatever. Uh, it probably brought a lot of joy for her to bring you cookies. It, you know what? Cookies. It might have. And, it, you know, that's something I need to acknowledge. Right. The fact that I, I, now I had, um, there was a self-help CD. Okay. That I listened to. Okay. Uh, called the Go Giver. Okay, <laughs> and it was in order to uh, be successful. Okay, you have to be open yeah. to receiving. Right, and that's something I have a big problem with. Right. I'm not. I am not open to receiving. Got it. And that is something that holds me back. I guess. Okay. Uh, because I don't. I don't like acknowledgement. I don't like sure. gifts. I even like like uh, Christmas gifts. I don't enjoy getting a Christmas gift. No, it makes it you feel makes it, you feel awkward. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Makes me feel very uncomfortable. Do you, do you, do you feel like you like you're not worth it? Or I don't know. I don't know what the psychological thing is behind it. I just I just I'm I feel very awkward receiving a gift. Because I I have, a, I have a bit of that too. You know, I've I've a little bit of that where it's like I'm not like. But the thing is, is I love giving people one hundred percent. It's great to great to give, great to make people, uh, you know. But uh, but I'm terrible at allowing other people to have that, right? You know, that joy of giving a gift right. to me. I'm I just you know I don't I don't want gifts. I don't you know. I don't want thanks. I don't want gifts. I really, I don't want to be acknowledged. Really, I want to just melt into the background and be forgotten. This is, uh, this is, this is, uh, this is another episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couch time. Couch time with couch Tony. Time with Tony. Wow. Time. Well, okay. Well, speaking of giving, uh, do you have? Do you know who Nancy Walton Lori is? No, I do not. So Nancy Walton Lori. Uh, she bought a yacht and she named it Chaos, K A O S. Okay. And uh, she still owns it and all that stuff. And uh, it's this other, the secret too, I guess. But um, now Nancy is, uh, it was listed for sale for uh, for two hundred and seventy five million euros. The yacht. The yacht. Okay. Uh, it's um, the yacht was it was formally registered. The Dutch shipping register under the uh, Almond Mar Limited, which it's very expensive stuff. The turquoise color, yeah, it's a turquoise color, so you know it's expensive. Um, and uh, basically, it's uh, it's got a extraordinary super yacht. Features a large swimming pool, helicopter deck, 
with fueling facilities, spacious elevator, uh, a hammon, uh, whatever the hell that is, steam room, gym, an expensive beach club. Guests can also enjoy the club lounge and unique Magellus area. Powered by MTU diesel engines, goes 50 knots, uh, cruising speed, uh, top speed of 18.5. Uh, it can. It has a, a range of fifty three hundred nautical miles. So a Magellus is an Arabic uh, term meaning place of sitting. Is used okay. to describe various types of gatherings. So basically, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big boat, Tony. 30, All right, thirty guests. Thirty guests. Um, what is the importance of this woman? Well, she is a Walton. Now Waltons are uh, known for their. Uh, Walmart, basically. Ah. So they're the Walmart people. Um, I'm trying to find more shit about her. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, so she's, uh, let's just click on let's, So she's essentially an heiress. She's, yeah. So who's the owner? So the owner's Nancy Walton Lori. So Nancy Walton Lori is an American businesswoman and philanthropist, which, yeah, okay, whatever. Sure, you know. Well, you get that much money, you got to do nice things with it like, to get the tax deduction. You're like getting pennies in the dollar for like uh, for a factory that used to make good money, uh, do having making windshield wiper wash washer, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, listen, Walmart's gonna make her own now, so uh, we're selling at this. So if you want to figure it out, um, but uh, yeah, they were they're a bunch of dickheads. Anyways, uh, co-founded by Bud Walton, the sister of Walmart chairman Rob Walton. So basically, yeah, the Walmart money, but they have a, apparently they have a very impressive uh, gallery in somewhere. I don't know the name of it. Uh, let's see the healthcare. She, so yeah, then they got into education and healthcare. Um, and she and her husband Bill. So the Waltons own an art gallery, an art museum. Art museum. Yeah. They have a the the, uh, the university. They have a uh, Missouri Botanical Garden and the Barnes Jewish Hospital. Um, but so they they you know they 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 they're art guys now. They're they're doing art. But you know as as we've learned from the past of doing this show that art is a great way to hide your money. Oh yes, and to save money. But you know, also it's a bonus. Like I like art, and like you know, hey, listen, hanging around artists is probably a more fun lifestyle than hanging around with a bunch of your boring ass. Well, yeah, because artists are just not right in the head. Well, yeah, sure. We do a lot of wacky stuff. I'm more fun to drink with than a freaking business guy who's like, oh hell yeah, four million, yeah. So what had happened was Tony was that oh, did you believe there's a guy that they say oh, this guy Igor Igor Labonov uh, designed it. Design the yacht, yeah. So, like, it's just fucking you know, so 200, you know, 300 million dollar over 300 million dollars super yacht. Um, so what happened, Tony? But just recently, um, is that this yacht was, and I just I'm just looking for it right here. It's uh, do, 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 do. On July 16th, 2003, two activists from the group, 2003, this is a while ago, uh, Futuro Vegetal uh, carried out an act of protest against the mega yacht chaos under fire extingu extinguishers to throw paint at the vessel. So the, the Spanish Civil Guard uh, responded promptly, detaining the activists involved. Uh, the chaos valued at $300 million and owned by Walmart hires Nancy Walton. Um, Futuro Vegetal claims the protest was against climate crisis and environmental impact of luxury emissions. So 
I, this just came out. I can't believe it's it's not it's not it was probably 2023. It's July 16th of 2023, not 2003. Um because this story just came out. So, anyways, um <laughs> and let's see here. Yacht Bible, CBC, vandalized by climate activists. So in, you're in Ibiza. So first of all, you're activists in Ibiza. Can we just can we just relax, please? <laughs> you're you know, uh gosh i can't remember his name he who was the english uh news commentator that took over for larry king oh um pierce pierce morgan yes i saw a clip of him uh attacking one of these climate activist people yeah asking him why do you never go and protest in places like china the worst polluter in the world why do you protest in places like america and England or and Switzerland, yeah. places with that are not going to be uh, harsh to you, right? But you don't go and protest in China, right? Which is a huge, a great point. That's a great point. It is kind of a, it is a good point. Um, well, you know, and <laughs> it's it's just a shame that again now these these activists are going to be looked at as just assholes. They are assholes. You go and you're throwing paint on stuff. You're a fucking asshole. So, I mean, these climate activists are, they're, they're, they're climate scientists, world leaders uh, for years. been calling on the rich to reduce carbon emissions as a point to, so let's not figure out how to like use less oil or maybe do better urban planning within cities or clean up the land or figure out, you know, recycling plastic bottles is a complete waste. All we do is we take our plastic bottles, we dump them in a third world country for them to like take care of. But basically, we're just dumping it there, and then it gets in their waterways yeah. and, and, and creates those, that plastic island. Um, there's there's got to be a better solution. It's it's just to me, this is really lazy. Like, good for you guys. You put some paint on, uh, you consume, and others suffer. Well. Yeah, you know, there there are going to be consumers in this world. They're going to be uh, people with opulence and extravagant items that do things that you don't like. Yeah. Uh, but <coughs> the percentage of those people is so small that they're what they do is really not going to affect much of anything. The right. sad thing is, is they have the money. And the influence to make change, and they don't use it. That's what should be protested. I, you know, this is why I say cancel money, <laughs> which is not. I know it's, I'm it's not about canceling money. I, yeah, but can you imagine? You just all you do is just go and you get the thing that you want. And how are you going to get it? Just because you're, you're the person you are. <laughs> <laughs> It's the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. It's the people in your neighborhood. Uh, I need another beer. Okay, we'll have one after this. Uh, after you know, after this one. So yeah, that that song was a cue. Like I don't know what it's it from Sesame Street. Well, I know, but it was Bob McAllister sang that song. R.I.P. R.I.P. Again, man. Jeez. All the good ones, man. Yeah. All the good well, ones. you know, everybody's got to die. I thought you said it was two minutes. Was that? I thought you said two that minutes. That was, yeah, Tony, two minutes. Oh, okay. Well, 
Oh, so you, you want to wrap the, up? You want to okay. sing the whole song, or <laughs> what do you want me to do? I mean, is, is, um, you talk more about these assholes. That I, don't think, the I don't think we have enough time to talk about assholes. I can't. I can't. You know, uh, hey, listen. Pick, just do gooder. Why don't you pick up the garbage off the street? You yeah. Fucking pick up a piece of garbage when you see it. Piece of garbage when you see it. All right, here we go. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Good Guys Radio. Email us at goodguysradio at gmail.com with any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. Uh, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Uh, you can go to our YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can find it. I believe it's called The Gooder Guys. The Some- Gooder Guys Show. Good guys show. Good guys show on YouTube. Good guys show on YouTube, and you'll find it, and you'll see four episodes of me thinking I'm wearing different clothes when I'm wearing the same thing over <laughs> and over. We have one really good episode, and then three mediocre well, ones. You know, it's, it's, it's these, awesome. These things take time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll find our groove. Who cares? Yeah, Whatever. We're having fun. Who gives a shit about you we're, guys? We're 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 uh, we're gooder, so you we're you you we're gooder, gooder so you don't have to be. Well, no, you should be. Yeah. Be, yeah. All right. Peace.